This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hey guys, welcome to the You Up Podcast. Welcome, Jared's a little hungover, so he's not doing his large belting out of um my, of the hellos. My levels are off. Yeah, I'm feeling hungover. Are you a drinker, Jordana? I I definitely I I'm a drinker. I don't drink well. You don't I'm drink not, like, well. Good at it. I'm not like. What does that mean? It means like I have like a low tolerance. I get very, I'm like the worst partier. Like I, I'm more about like, I'm like the worst kind of partier because I'm about quantity, but not quality. So okay. I'll like go out, especially on a single, I'll go out a lot. And then like for like an hour and a half, because I'd get like really tired. So you're out every night. <laughs> I get really drunk really fast and I get like extremely tired and I just go home. Okay. But you will, you will get up and go. I'll always go. Mm. Um, especially when single, because I feel like there's always this sense of like, if I don't go out, I'm going, might miss out on missing someone. The FOMO. I'm like, I might miss out on like meeting someone great or like doing something great. Mm. Um, and like everyone will have fun and I won't. So I would go out a lot, but like, I'm not a good drinker. I'm, I'm like, I love to party, but I'm not good at it. Some people would say you're good at it. Because like, I, I keep going? Well, because you go, you make an appearance, you don't get too blacked out. Like when you know when the time to leave is. Mm -hmm. Some people don't know when to exit. Right. I'm one of those people. I'm there hanging you're there all Where's night the rest of the bar i can't yeah i've never i can't i wish i could stay out because everyone seems like they're having fun until like four or five a.m like i'm 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 like done by like 12 31 see i wish i left it exactly the right that'd be a great skill so, leaving right, knowing exactly, exactly right when the party's over the peak of the party right? totally because there's so many times that i'll stay late and then i'll be like i didn't need those two extra hours right where i was on my phone anyways yeah and i was chugging vodka soda what do you drink? I drink vodka soda. Vodka or sodas. as a guy once told me, um, they're called slut water. <laughs> what a gentleman. Right. Then now Beautiful. you guys are in a relationship. No. <laughs> that's how no, he picked was, you up. That was, that's, a, that's a friend of mine's boyfriend. So, you know, he gets a little, we, we like to. Slut you know, water yeah. is so aggressive. It's like, it's kind of fucked up. He but, can't um, say that in any company. It, yeah. Oh, you guys drinking slut water? Who are you? Like I would be like, right, yeah, he, he's an asshole. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like a whole Me Too campaign. <laughs> he yelled slut water at us. It's fucked up. But like, uh, yeah, vodka soda generally. I'll have if I'm like at a nice place. I'll have like a dirty martini. Oh, I love a dirty martini. What do you drink? Uh, vodka soda is all as I call it, fuckboy juice. <laughs> <laughs> fuck boy juice, like fuck boy juice. Uh, it's the, uh, that's the empowering you yeah. know level leveling the, the field term right I'm, listen i'm a part of the new what do you think okay you don't drink dark liquors just just the clear one no i i'll drink no i don't like uh i'll do whiskey sometimes i like vo vodka soda is like my go-to um i'll do a vodka soda splash crayon mm -hmm. dirty martini yeah I'll, i really am a pig when it comes to drinking i'll, I'll really go all over the board not a lot of beer, though. Right. I stayed away from beer. But yeah, I don't like beer at that all. That seems to be our generation, I like wine. Rosé. I'm Love like a parody a of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love rosé, vodka, you know, all that. Rosé in the summer. There's nothing someone could tell me about rosé that would make me stop doing it. It's great. It, like, if you're hating on it, you're wrong. You are. What are you, what are you trying to get across to people if you're like, don't like rosé in the summertime? On the beach? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I just get so annoyed Assholes. by people who talk shit on things just because people like them. I love Rosé. I'm not afraid to say it. But this is actually an interesting topic, which I wasn't even planning on talking sure, about Sure, let's today. talk about it. But, um, you know, I might as well because we're on the topic of drinking. Sure. And it's funny because I was single for a long time before I got into a relationship, right? And I, that would always be my move. I'd get really, I'd like drink a lot and I'd get really tired really fast and I'd like go home and go to sleep like mm. right away. Um but I've noticed that being in a relationship, when I go out, I'm drinking and I'm with my boyfriend. I like, and it's funny because relationships are often like a mirror into like your own negative behaviors. Mm -hmm. But I didn't even know I had this behavior until I was 
in a relationship. <laughs> until he <laughs> until he told you, until, Jordana, well, there's a problem. We can't. No, I mean my <laughs> my problem, which is like actually kind of a serious problem, is I like to like when I get drunk, I like start fights. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't realize that that because I I never real, really had a, I hadn't had a boyfriend in like many years, and so like I just assumed I was like fun, and then I go to sleep. But actually, when I'm with someone, I'm like fun, and then I start a fight, and then I go to sleep, and then he, and then the next day I have to be like so like um and I like don't even realize I don't even remember the fight, and he's like you just like yelled at me last night. So what are the fights about? They're about like really stupid like little things that I get like more irritated about and more heightened about. Give me and then the next g- day I'm like I don't even remember like really caring about that. Give me an example of a stupid little thing because I think this is interesting to the listeners to hear because like I've dated girls where fights would happen when drunk and mm-hmm. I do have this like thing I'm like where did this come from where did this person right. come from because I'm so great when I'm sober yeah. I'm like amazing <laughs> right so but he's like no it's like really annoying when you get drunk and then like well here I'll give you an example of when we were at an event um, and we were like dancing and it was mm-hmm. fun and then he oh actually this is I have a better example than that okay. one sorry so we're at we're at there's a con- multiple examples we're at a, there's, there's a few that's what I'm saying it's an issue yeah. and I didn't realize that I had until like this scenario that I'm trying to work on. Um, so we go to a concert and like, I decide like I'm, I'm a little drunk and I'm in picture. I'm not like huge in pictures, but mm. I'm in like picture taking mode. Cause I'm like kind of tonight's drunk. the night. Right. Yeah. So I make him take like a ton of pictures, ton of selfies, ton of like sh- shit like that. Sure. Um, and then he's like, all right, like, I like this song. Like, I don't really want to be doing this. <laughs> like, totally normal. <laughs> yeah. Totally normal. You are normal. at a concert, not a photo booth. Exactly. Like, yeah. totally normal thing. Totally, like... And, like, and sober me, like, totally understands that. And drunk me is like, like, you don't want to take a... Like, I never take pictures. Like, now, I just want to take pictures now. And you're being, like... Like, I got, like, irritated mm. and, like, mad. And, like, yelled at him about it. And then the next day, like, I don't even, like, really remember the detail. I remember, like, kind of being mad, but I don't even really remember why. And, like, sober me knows that, like, that was, I was, like, being stupid and, like, Mm -hmm. being totally irrational. But it's, like, a, it's a tough thing to, like, realize about myself that I do this and I, like, hate it. Well, it's interesting to me that the minute you got someone that you were close enough with to let loose on, you did. That's a, you know that's what a I mean? good point. <laughs> like the like the thing is like when you're going out and you're single and I know this, you know, for myself, like you're a one man show. You know, there's like no one like I always tell my friends that are in relationships, I was like, You guys share a brain. Like you guys, you know, like I have to wake up in the morning, keys, wallet, phone. Did I say the right thing? Did I say the wrong thing? Did I make a fool of myself? You get to wake up in the morning and you say, Did I say weird things to so and so? And he goes now nah, you're cool. And now right. you're freed from that anxiety the rest of the day. That's the power of a relationship. In the, good, di- in well, the good direction. In the, good in the bad direction, you're close enough to him that you're like, I'm going to let it fly. When I get annoyed, I'm going to be annoyed right at the fuck at you. And it right. doesn't matter if it's about you or with you or for you, but you're getting it. And it's a good thing to notice. I mean, like, I don't know. What the solution is? I guess maybe like drink less uh, or something. I don't even AA. know. AA. <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. A I don't. Therapist. I, <laughs> I don't know. Those a thera- are the no, good therapist options. is probably a good a good thing, but it's like it's. I feel like the general solution is to like if that's the way you act when you're drunk to just drink less. Yeah, that, I mean that's probably, it, like, that's the, the that's the move. I mean, my sober January experience taught mm-hmm. me one thing: is that. It's really alcohol feels like it's only the lube to talk to people you don't want to talk to. The people I do want to talk to, I can talk to without alcohol. That's true. You know, the time goes by and I have a good time. But then it's when the people that I'm around that I don't necessarily enjoy. Like a date or something? It's a date. It's a group of people. You know, maybe I'm at a comedy club and the the group that's hanging that night, I don't particularly like have a thing for, you know, like a, Mm -hmm. you know, a connection with. And I've noticed in those situations, time goes by the slowest. Right. And you're just like... If you're sober. If you're sober. Yeah. And it's like, that's when I needed a vodka soda uh, rosé. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point. I'm going to... But that's what I'm saying. So that, you're yeah. with your boyfriend. The right, one I don't thing need is to like, drink that much. Yeah. You really don't need... You know, what's the need? But right. at the same time, you need a selfie. I need a selfie. I need a dance. How many selfies could you have taken? I think there were like that a, you weren't having he enough. Like, he's like, why don't you look in your phone and see how many selfies you have? <laughs> I was like, let's not do that. <laughs> I like that he was like, let's. Well, I think any fight, and I, I, I'm with your boyfriend on this. Any argument I get into, I try to math it out. 
okay, and make something emotional more about math. So I'm saying with you and your okay. boyfriend, he goes, how many selfies have you taken? And you and you just counting as you right is me, is me like embarrassing myself yeah yeah, yeah. Right, you're yeah. faced with the number which is like twenty and it's like oh he seems to be right about right. this if you can't find one of those twenty it's not the it's, it's not, not the, happening it's not right. the camera right <laughs> that's fair. yeah do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable thanks to Third Love you can have both Third Love was started to take all the frustration ick and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Talking about looks, we had another discussion we wanted to bring up today. Yeah. Um, this person, we're going to read the email first? Yeah, let's read the email because it's, uh, it's, another, it's another discussion. Hey, podcast royalty. I have a question that requires both your opinions but in different ways. I got a boob job years ago and feel great about it. A friend just got a boob job, and she feels great about it, too. However, she was privately confiding in me, keeping it on the DL. So, Jared, why, then, are we so afraid of what guys think if and when they find out? What do you guys think? Or are they just happy to see them? I feel great about my body shape now, which is exactly why I got them. Uh, But I'm still nervous for the day that comes when someone else has to handle them. She put that in quotes. Handle yeah. Oh, they sound like I want to handle them. <laughs> <laughs> I like making these emails creepy. Yeah. Uh, besides scarring, can you even tell also? Is there a male equivalent to this? Well, the penis enlargement surgery I got. Uh, no. <laughs> that, um, should I keep going for your question too, or should I take care of mine and then go to yours? We could do that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Take care of mine. Let's take care of yours. Yeah. What do um, you? Uh, what do guys what do you think? think of? Uh, what do guys think of boob jobs? Here's what, we're we're less put off by them, more intrigued by them. Right. I would say that we're more explorers when it comes to the female shape and changes. I feel like guys are like into them <clears throat> if they're. Like, we're into them. Yeah. We just wanted to like. I I think like what she said. She's like, I feel great about my body now. Good for you. Right. That's really that's the main what, thing. Yeah. It's like the confidence thing is hot. Totally. And if it comes with some new boobs, that's great too. Right. And like, yeah, we want you know guys want big you know like the 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 loud narrative is guys want big boobs, big ass, big whatever you know whatever. And and yes, we do. But (laughs) that's not not true. But that's not not true. But we want it to fit you. Like if I if there's a girl with a big ass, but she walks around like she's taking a shit all day, I'm going to notice that she looks like she has to take a dump. Right. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, that big ass. I'm going to be like, what? She's got a a turd in there. Right. Or if a girl's like 100 pounds and she's walking around with like. In, like enormous boobs that are clearly too big for her body. Sure, I'm gonna be. Uh, right. That's the thing. When a guy says to me, like, if I was to go to a group of guys and go, this chick I dated, the, the, what women don't realize is that men are more like chicks than they want to believe. That's good to know. We're more gossipy than you can even understand. And right. so when a girl, if I came to the table, okay, let's say there's a table of all my buddies, and I was like, just like, here's how guys talk. Yo, we just, you know, I can't. If I came to the table and I was like, hey, I hooked up with this girl. She's got fake boobs. Those 
or whatever amount of guys are going to go, get the fucking Instagram out. We're going to see these puppies. Okay. You ever see that? You know that scene in um, Superbad where Jonah Hill and McLovin, or not McLovin. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. They run after her when they're like, she get a boob reduction. Oh, yeah, and it's like slapping God in the face. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah, but, the, but you, they, they kind of handle it. That's like the most real plastic surgery scene amongst two men I've ever seen. Okay. Because they go, I got to see these puppies. And they kind of run to go see them. Right. Guys will literally jump step, like jump step at the before and after. Like, we want to see how they come out. Like, we'll sound like gay dudes. Well, right. how they come out? How do they look? Are they shapely? Like, we're going to ask Must very specific questions. Must be a plastic surgeon. I mean, surgeon. that's the, the goal, I would assume, for a lot of us. <laughs> but it's like for, you know, just get your boyfriend. If you have a boyfriend you're listening with, get them to, to fucking watch that any plastic surgery show. They're not going to turn away. Guys yeah. don't turn off those shows. So I would say to this girl, as long as it fits, I mean, as long as you're comfortable with it, Guys don't care. We just, we're going to have questions. Does that go for anything else? Like a nose job or like a... If I found out a girl I was dating got a nose job, I'd be like... Yeah, I'd be like, let me just see what... I'd be like... Let me see the old one. Let me see what... (laughs) (laughs) And then I would go into the bathroom, masturbate to that, and then come out and be like, okay, now I'm good. To the old one? Yeah, yeah, just... I'll masturbate to anything. This is is really my... (laughs) On a side note. On a side note. Okay, so let's go to your question. Jordana. Why is it taboo for girls to talk about it? If it's because we want to seem more authentic, then why has it become more normalized to openly... Why is it become more nor, becoming more normalized to openly discuss nose jobs, Botox, or eyelash extensions? Uh, if girls knew how many other girls uh, had them, I think it would dispel a lot of that Instagram jealousy we've got going on. What are your thoughts? Um, I think, like, there's, there's a lot of pressure on girls to... Um, to like there's brown women in society to both like look amazing and have it look natural. Mm. So it's like, we want to like, we want to seem like we're like the hottest we possibly can be, but we also like, don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, and that's like, it's very unrealistic, obviously like as a societal thing, like the girls are always like, Oh yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Guys are like, Oh yeah, we like you better with like less makeup or something Mm -hmm. like that. So girls are like in this state of like, they want to like be able to look, they want to seem like, effortlessly and naturally gorgeous which is like very hard to do yeah i don't know how um so if you're a girl and you see another girl and she has a boob job i think if you don't have one you're or like you're self-conscious about your own boobs you're probably more likely to like talk shit about that because you're like oh like it's an unfair advantage in the mm. game. It's like a guy with steroids, like we were saying. Sure. Like, that's not fair. Like, I have to play on, like, the level field with what God gave me, and you have to, and you get to, like, Do you think that's this. about, like, competition, like, what women compete over? Definitely. I think that's, like, big part of it. Like, every, I mean, like, all, just, like, guys compete over girls' attention. Girls definitely compete over guys' attention. Yeah, but then there's always that, like, what's the saying? Like, girls dress for each other. Right. You know, they don't dress for men. They dress for yeah. each other. So, like, doesn't that have something to do with it? Where it's like, I want this body that other women covet for themselves. You're saying with the... the with, like, like a boob, boob job or the acrylics or the whatever. Yeah, I think... Th- I mean, I think that's true in terms of fashion. I don't know if that's true as much in terms of, like, body type. Mm. Like, I'm not... I'm not... I don't want a body type that it, that a girl would love. And girls love, like being thin i think much much more so than guys like actually value girls think that like they need to be so much thinner than they actually do i Um, totally agree and it's like crazy because i feel like most guys are like kind of unattracted to that like super skinny look not not for us i'm gonna say i'll speak Mm -hmm. for every man on earth uh never had a guy tap me on the shoulder to check out the girl in the loose yoga pants right like that's never happened (laughs) in the history of men right i get tapped on the shoulder to check out Dead fat ass, motherfucker. Yeah, guys, <laughs> eat something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I hear it. It's like confusing to me to hear. Like, I don't you know. know that. The, like, why wouldn't a woman just be like, yeah, I got my boobs on. It's, it's right. It's, it's to like, other women. Why is you want to seem like it's natural. You want to seem like you don't care that much. Mm. I think that's like a societal thing. I think guys kind of like, kind of like when it's like natural in the sense that like the girl is like so cool that she doesn't care, but she's also really hot. Fair. You know I mean, I feel like yeah. that's the ideal girl is like the girl who just like doesn't really care what anyone thinks is like not trying too hard, sure. but it's also naturally really hot, which is very, again, very unrealistic expectations. It kind of sucks that we're put on this like pedestal of like having to 
work both worlds and i think that's why where the girl envy slash like criticism comes in yeah like especially i mean the people who are going to talk the most are the people who are unhappy with their own bodies i think the best thing a woman can do like honestly if you get anything done i you know do the post like if i was a girl like if i if i was really like gonna like for both the male ver- like kind of the perspective i'm giving the perspective you're getting right like it feels like the solution to all this is to have one like we have we are in 2018 we are our own pr agents right okay so we all have our own brand whether you i know that sounds douchey i know there's a lot of people rolling their eyes right now i mean it's true but instagram it's the reality is your brand instagram's your brand why wouldn't anyone who gets something done to themselves you know by you know surgery or whatever it is have an instagram post where it's like hey i love my new baratadat Right. Hey, I want to thank this doctor because now I'm so much more confident in my own skin with this great new boob job that I got. And I just want to thank everyone who was supportive during my healing process. I don't know. Like, I feel like a post like that, I would never roll my eyes out. That would be great. But also, it gives... That would take a lot of confidence, yeah. Take a lot of confidence, but also, it's out there. That's like saying, I thought... That's like making a post that says, like, I thought that I was imperfect before and I've made, like, like strides to fix it yeah i don't i i didn't like my body before that's like admitting that i think which i think everyone it's true for everyone but no one wants to say it everyone hates their body (laughs) everyone wakes up in the morning wishing a little something could be like a little different living in their own disaster of a home right (laughs) and some days you hate it more than other days absolutely i woke up this morning hating myself so fucking much from this hangover and i don't mean it to say you know i don't need an awe I don't need a sympathy. All I need is two Advil and a Pedialyte. But Pedialyte. I, I I do think that like that post and keep it to four sentences. Caption people because <laughs> your your captions are out. If your caption goes two lines before the uh, under the Seymour, you're gone fucked up. Yeah, no one wants to read. That How long's two? If you saw a guy, deal breaker, red flag, guy. Posts on Instagram, every caption is a Seymour. Is a C, I mean, it's definitely. A, it depends what's in the what's in the it's in the the he does meat a lot. of the caption. Was it a, what is the caption? Tons about? of hashtags. I hate hashtags. Like a thousand I hashtags. Hate hashtags. Like, uh, uh, like unless they're like really ironic. Of course. Yeah. Like these are hashtags to bump his followers. Oh, like follow for follow, yeah. follow of the day, all that other shit. <laughs> Hashtag I hate that. outfit of the day. Nothing says you're trying harder than that. Yeah. And people hate people who try. Hate <laughs> trying. Nothing. Like- but if someone posted their body, I, I think it's a deal breaker for me. Uh, if someone posted their body and was just like, hey, just want to thank everyone that helped me through this process. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't perfect before. I'm not perfect now, but I'm loving my new my new right. tits. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, and then go real hard at the end. New tits. I don't know if I would like. I mean, uh, <laughs> new breasts. Yeah, they're yeah, lo- yeah. They're they're just they're lovely. I'd laugh, but I'm saying at least that you know for the guys that you're dating, that shows a level of confidence. For the women out there, it's and like self awareness and self awareness, right. and and for the women out there that you're not saying these things to, now it's like they know. You know, like you don't have to go and talk to every girl you see. And you don't go, have to like gossip about it. Like it's out there. You've yeah. like beat them to the punch. Totally. Like you don't have to go up to people and say hi to the new girls. Right. You know, like you don't have to do that. And I understand why women don't do it, but I agree with you. I think that would be like really refreshing and it would be really honest. Totally. I think that'd be awesome. I think we just figured out plastic surgery. There we go. Uh, let me talk about one thing before we move on. We, you know, I listen, the, the feedback for this podcast. It's amazing. Un-effing believable. Um, so if you're a new listener, thank you for joining in. What we ask all our listeners to do is to take a screenshot of the of the of their phone. Right. I don't know what else you take a screenshot of. Of you rate. listening. Rate, review, subscribe, take a screenshot, post it on your Instagram story, Snapchat story, tag us. That's how we keep this growing. Yeah. It's you guys are great. Keep keep so it up. Keep it up. Um, and email us if you have any questions or comments at you up at betches.com. That's U U P at betches.com. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do another email. Let's do another one. Okay. Uh, dear you up. I've been seeing my boyfriend for almost seven months now, and he is everything I was, I was looking for and more. I met him after dating Huge a horrible penis. boyfriend of two years. My ex never wanted to hang out with my friends, hated PDA, and kept us on strict one day a week hangout. Yes, I know these, these were all red flags, but I was dumb and young. But from being in this type of relationship for two years, it made me very independent. Flash forward to now, I am in a very healthy relationship. My boyfriend is funny, adventurous, and everything I felt like I've been looking for. That being said, recently we've been getting into drunken fights because of my independence. I've never been an affectionate person, so I don't like being all over each other in public, kissing every three seconds. But he's very vocal about how he feels like I'm not acting like he's my boyfriend in public. I feel like this is not the case since I will hold hands, give him a kiss here and there, and introduce him to everyone, but it's not enough for him. Sometimes I don't want to just spend a day by myself, and he's now getting upset that I don't want to spend time with him. I just don't see the need to constantly be touching, and now I dread getting drunk or going out together because I'm either hyper-aware of, of how much we are touching or worry that he's going to want to have a drunken heart-to-heart, which I hate, and is not my style. I've explained to him that I, that I just am a very independent person. I don't express myself in a heart... in heart to hearts or being super mushy. I need to have my time to myself and we were and when we are at parties, I like mingling with everyone there, not stuck to his side. He says he understands but also said that my independence makes him feel feel not needed. Every time he complains about this or says you don't act like you even like me or wants to have a deep conversations about this, which is turning into every time we hang out, I get really frustrated and slightly less attracted to him, which isn't helping the situation. I just want to go back to having a great time together and not having all these in-depth conversations all the time. How can I explain or fix our dynamic so he understands that I do love and care for him, but I am just not that type of girl and never have been? I feel like I'm being a bitch, but I can't keep having this conversation. No, I don't hate you. Nothing is wrong. Please just be more confident in our relationship. Am I ruining our relationship by being too cold? Help, independent bitch. What do you think? Um, I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. I think there's there's usually in a relationship someone who's like a little clingier and someone who's more independent. It sounds like in her last relationship, she was she was the the clingier person and that turned her, her and by being with this guy who was sort of withdrawing and wasn't really giving her that much attention, mm. she became this more independent person. Okay. Um so I don't know if that's necessarily who she is, but I would imagine that like this gu- new guy should bring out a like a more loving, like intimate side of her. I'm, I looked at it a different way. Okay. Okay. And I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I do. Th- I, I don't think we change that much. 
Right. You are what you is. Okay. So I, I think, and also, I think she's become her ex. Right. She is her, she was to her ex as her new boyfriend is to her. So that means she, her ex wasn't that into it. That's why he didn't want the PDA. He didn't want all the attention. He didn't want to be with her all the time. And now she's not into this guy. That's why she doesn't want to be doing PDA. What, what, you, know, you think she's not into him? Not into him. I think, I think she's sees... There's a, everyone's a great person, but not everyone's for everyone. So, like, you know, this guy, I think she sees that he's a viable option that likes her. So, for her, it's like throwing away a good hand. Right. You know, because... And I think a lot of women do this where they're like, but he's got it all going on. I'll just make it fit. Right. He's great on paper. He's great on paper. And it's like, I think with, and what she's saying, like, and what you're saying is very true. Like, yeah, somebody might be more into PDA. Somebody might be more into being alone. But at the same time, we're all human and we all like, you know, I kind of, I've said this before. I think uh, everyone's creepy until they're hot. Right. The same, the same move can be like the same for PDA like annoying or yeah right so you think if she were into him she would like that he wants to kiss her I, you, maybe she, she like that totally he wants to spend all his time with her absolutely and I think I think yes of course we're all human we all have our days we're like listen I just gotta be alone mm-hmm. but you wouldn't be doing it if nine times out of ten to his kisses you're going ugh Right. Maybe you don't like him. Maybe yeah. you're just not into his thing and he's not making you feel hot and sexy. Like I, I, I'm, we're all anti-PDA. Okay. But we're all into PDA. Right. We're into PDA when we like the person and it's like, we're not watching them. It's us. Yeah. Right. So when it's you yeah. right. and you like the person, all of a sudden a kiss on the cheek feels pretty damn good. So do you think this works with like in the other scenario? Because I feel like it's usually the guy who's like a little bit in like most of the things I've seen. And that's not necessarily I think true for is, all relationships. I think this is but totally not a guy girl thing. I think this is. This do you is, think like with, with guys, they like PDA? Absolutely. They don't mind it? If you like the person. Right. Yeah, I think whenever someone goes, if you look like it's like it's like someone trying, a, you know, a cupcake and going, ew. Right. Like, no, no, no. You're the problem, not the fucking cupcake. You, you know? don't like rosé. You yeah. don't like cupcakes. Yeah, you don't Fuck like you. Yeah, who are you? What is wrong with you? Right. So what's, what's wrong with you? If someone hugs you, you don't like that because you're right. in a fucking subway? Get over it. Yeah. Get over yourself. You don't get the same little nice butterflies in your stomach from a hug that I do. No, you're not above me. You don't feel less than me. We all feel 10% away from each other. I, okay. I believe in that. You know, so we're all around that big fat part of the graph. And for this girl, she wants to fix this relationship. So she, you know, puts all her trust in these labels she's given herself. Right. Now I'm more independent. Now I don't need this. Now I'm this type of independent bitch. Instead of, hey, this great guy and I just don't connect in that way. And I don't want to fuck him. That's an interesting perspective on this story. Because in my head, I'm like, maybe she just needs to explain to him like how she feels. and like. Sure. I mean, like... It's tough because, like, when you hear a relationship problem, I think your first instinct is always just, like, break up. There's like, a yeah. about that. <laughs> like, me, like, tells someone about, like, the smallest, like, break up, whatever. Um, but I'm listening like, to her. Right, I'm yeah. Like, no, I she, think and you, she you gave read a, between the lines here the, a little bit. The detail have, in perhaps. the beginning is why I have the detail at the end because this is a... I don't think she... Uh, one relationship to the next. She's this whole new person. Right. She wanted a kiss from one guy. She doesn't want a kiss from the next. And also, I've been the guy that she's talking about, the one that came to her and was like, I'm feeling something's off. Right. Have you ever been yeah, that person? Yeah, I've definitely been, I've definitely been the, the person in the relationship to like feel like the person wasn't, wasn't not sure if the person was that into me, even if I was with them. Totally. Right. And you're usually right. <laughs> is, yeah. Is, is the thing. Like, you know, it's one of those because things... Sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm saying because even if the person does, if like, let's say that's true, she's not that touchy of a person, but she still likes this guy. She's going to show him that in some other way that's going to make him feel confident that in their relationship, totally. that's going to make him not constantly questioning it. The least, the least touchable people like to be touched, right. <laughs> you know? So, or even I'm saying, even if it's not, maybe it's like he, he's not like super like, um, mushy or like, sure. whatever, but he like, but she like does all this like great shit for him and like wants to spend a lot of time with him. It's like, you don't like to spend time with him. You don't like him like physically touching. Have you ever heard of the five love languages? No. 
So this is actually one of my favorite. It's like basically says that like there's five ways that people either like accept love and yeah. like give love. Sure. And like sometimes they're they're like different based on the person you're with, but like basically you show it or get it in like one of these five ways and if you're not showing or getting it anyway you don't really give a shit about the person okay so like there's i think there's five of them there's like gifts physical touch um uh sorry acts of service quality time and words of affirmation okay so let's go over those again because okay. i want to hear how you feel about each one of them sorry to Me go personally off to, yeah because yeah. i'll go i'll give what i feel about about each one how needy are you of each of these right so because i mean we've answered this girl's fucking question right yeah pretty much pretty much right yeah you're not that into this yeah yeah it's because i'm hearing that you're not giving any of these things none of these things right yeah which i agree with and dump this dude and give him the biggest favor of his life and let him go find a different girl and also he'll like you for your flaws too so if he's not he's obviously just not even into your flaws which one of them is that you don't like to be touched so, <laughs> so right. beyond yeah, that, but I, I think I think we've hit on an, an interesting thing. Yeah. So, what are the five things? Okay, so it's gifts. That's pretty. That's pretty obvious. Like Get, getting and receiving. Right. Gi- Give it. So it's like maybe if, and I, if that's one of my love languages, then like I feel like I can tell someone loves me by like the gifts that they bring me, or I, okay. I can show I show you if uh, you know if we're in a relationship, I show you that I love you because by like getting you something that I know you'll like. Got it. Um, gifts. Uh, words of affirmation is like, I'm constantly telling you how great you are. Like, I'm proud of you. I'm happy. I'm so happy to be with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Getting and, and receiving. I, right. and receiving like, and giving. Right. Receiving and giving. Or if I, if I, that's my love language. I love um, you telling me that. That makes me feel loved. Sure. Um, then there's um, acts of service. So like, I show you that I care about you by picking up your dry cleaning for you. Or I walk your dog like without you even having to ask me. I'm like showing you that I care by like doing shit for you that you're that's going to help you in your life. Got it. Um, let's see what else. Physical touch, you know, that's like the, you know, we're out, it's PDA, you hold my hand in public. And this, um, usually the person's interested in sex, like sure. that, that kind of stuff. Um, and then, what happened? Is that four? That's four. Words of affirmation, gifts. Someone's Googled um, it already and is like yelling at the... Sorry. They're probably yelling at <laughs> Physical their Physical touch, podcast. words of affirmation. Quality time. Sorry. Quality time is the last one. Okay. Um, and that's basically like you hang out all the time. Like you or like you just... It's important. You make, you make spending time with that person like a big priority. So even if you're busy or you're whatever, you like make sure that person has your quality time. Sure. And I think this is an important mm-hmm. thing to go over because I've never heard of this and I think it's... I'm yeah. hearing things that I do and don't care about. Yeah. No, I love right I love away. this one because it could like you could be thinking someone really doesn't like care about you or whatever when really they just express it in a different way than you appreciate receiving it. Sure. And it helps you to judge what type of person you want to be with. That's true too. Yeah. You, you know? want someone to you want someone who can appreciate the ways that you give love and someone who like you who actually benefits from the way that you that you give it and that so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you where you are. I'm going to ask you where you are on this. Let's bring where it I am. back. To I really list. like quality time. I so quality time, quality time big is very for big for me. Giving yeah. and re- receiving. Giving and receiving. Well, it's kind of hard to have quality time. Give someone quality time and I get it. You're kind of, <laughs> well, you, to get it. you can go to their events and they yeah. won't go to your events. That's true. Yeah. No, quality time is very big for me. I really like appreciate Gifts. that. Gifts I don't really care about. I like a nice like thought. It's really not about like a money thing. I don't need like expensive gifts. I like like something that shows someone thought of me is like a very nice thing. Or but like, that's more into the quality time group, I would think. Right, even like, though they're not with you though. Like let's say they go on okay. a trip and they like bring bring you a gift that just shows like something that's thoughtful. It's not necessarily so. That's a medium. Expensive. You feel medium about it. Yeah, um, it's like probably one of my lower ones. I Affirmation. Words of affirmation. I. Uh, I like that one a lot. I yeah. think that's important. I think I, I realized in being in a relationship that I need that more than I thought I did. S- service. I don't care about that one that much. I'm like used to you can doing get stuff assistant. by myself. Yeah. Right. It kind of almost makes me uncomfortable when someone like does too much like shit for me that I could easily do myself. PDA touch. I like that one too. Into it. Yeah. Usually they say you have like a primary one and a secondary one. Okay. And like you could still like kind of like the other ones. Gifts, what you, what gifts are last on my list. I hate, yeah. I hate gifts. <laughs> I hate them so much. Yeah. I, I like, I like, you know, of course we all like getting gifts, but I, I, I don't never know how to thank enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't need anything. Right. It's never like, I've really, like I never lived in a house where it was like, you'll get it at Christmas. <laughs> like that was never, right. you'll have it at Hanukkah. Like I've never lived in that house. So like, to me, like the idea of like 
waiting on a gift right and then you means like nothing you to me like and giving it i don't gift what's that yeah do i owe you right, yeah i also giving a gift i don't even feel good about watching the person get it i'm like yeah you're just gonna throw this away when you dump me <laughs> so okay so sweet affirmation yeah love it love it i mean i do stand-up comedy so that's the whole thing is right you need the crowd giving and right. receiving affirmation yeah. yeah like if i crack someone up with a joke hard um, <laughs> service I'm with you again that's like the gift giving to me right it's like oh now we'll like just stop it yeah I don't need you to do that but it's above gift giving because if someone made my bed I'd be right. like okay yeah into it no that's nice it's like again I think it's like the, the, if it's a thoughtful thing if it's not sure. just like like a gift like an expensive gift doesn't really require that much thought like a yeah. thoughtful like I thought of you and this is like stupid thing is perfect for you is nice quality time important i think that's like the best gift mm-hmm. is time. like time Listen. shortest supply and pda oh i be touching so what do you think is your first probably the the quality, words of affirmation quality, affirmation then quality time then P, and quality time and pda are probably the t- the touching one the are probably se- time the second for second right i i mean i just think like and i've been this girl and the guy where you're like doesn't uh, sound like get, she's giving any of these. Just get off of me. Well, she tried with the first guy. Right. Um, but I'll do a credit card swipe of the ass. I'll do Like, I do inappropriate PDA. Inappropriate touching? Yeah. I like to touch in public to the point of, like, someone might have seen. You're making, you're making everyone uncomfortable. That's, it's like a that's joke. That's when you know you're doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. That's when you know. Yeah. I kind of like PDA, a, yeah. too. I like to. It's like, I think I hate when I see it, but I love when I get it. It's like... Even when I see it, as yeah. long as you guys are good looking. <laughs> hey, ugly <laughs> that's people. That's matters. Stop Only, touching yeah. each other. Yeah. I'm out. I don't know. I want... I like PDA, the type of PDA that... In an appropriate that, place, of course. Yeah. I like the type of PDA that makes an old woman go, my word. <laughs> you a big hand holder yeah. huge love hand holder yeah. are you i love holding hands it's great there's nothing better in the world except if you're walking in front of me holding hands get the fuck out yeah. of the way we're, we're playing red rover and I, not even, <laughs> I hate your love yeah you gotta but, walk fast if you're doing pda the, the street doesn't stop no because of your love j train keeps going yeah let's do another one jared and jordana I have a problem that I thought other listeners might be having as well. About 10 months ago, I broke up with a girl I had dated for a year. There, was a, there wasn't a huge fight and nothing was wrong with the relationship, but unfortunately, she lived in another country for a majority of the time we dated, and we realized neither one of us wanted to give up uh, pursuing our dreams to move. Oh, it's like the movie La La Land. I don't like any of those long-distance relationship movies. You don't like them? Oh, it's like every relationship. Every like long distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, we decided to break it off and it sucked, but I figured I would get over it sooner or later. I took all the necessary steps, deleted her from social media, went out with friends, tried to forget. However, I can't seem to shake the thought of how much I miss her. I moved to New York to start law school and I'm near the top of my class. You didn't need to put that in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Let's give him some words about That's great. Good words for you. Information. Good for you, nerd. Uh, I'm going to the gym five days a week. We didn't need that information either. And I made tons of new friends. Sounds like you're really killing it, Chad. Uh, I've dated a couple of different girls since then, but all I can think about when I go out uh, with them is how I don't like them as much as my ex. When I go out with friends, the night usually ends with me sad, drunk, thinking about her. I'm starting to feel better about the top of your class thing. Uh, (laughs) I figured by now I would have moved on, but I haven't. I will admit that on two separate occasions, I've drunk texted her and immediately regretted it the next day. My question is, how long does it take to get over somebody? Is it a length of time or do I just need to wait until I see the person that makes me forget? Thanks for the podcast. Man, this is... Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's had like that relationship that they just can't seem to get over. They're like trying to do all the motions of things and like work through them and it's still kind of like harping on you. And I think that happens a lot when you like are failing to see... What's like the accuracy of like of the breakup and of your like connection to each other Mm. in a lot of ways. It's like 
you know, you're just kind of like, it's like a distance thing and you're thinking you have you with this story in your head that you're playing out and you like, because it's the reality isn't aligning with the story, it's making you really depressed when the story in your head was like, oh, like I met this great girl and we wind up together and we're like successfully in mm. love and we have this great relationship and we eventually get married or something like that. And that's not what's happening here. And you're yeah. creating this relationship that never was and you're disappointed that like the story is sure. not playing itself out. When really like if you were actually with her, like it probably wouldn't be... As great as you think it is. I completely... It, I'm sorry, I cut mm-hmm. you off. What did you That's fine. I completely agree. Great. Everything you said. End of the podcast. Goodbye, That's everybody. That's it. We're done. No. Yeah. I, let, me, let me enunciate a little further. I'm going to tell this dude what's up. Dr. Real Talk is, in, in, is, is in, the, in the studio right now. I'm excited. Dr. Real Talk. I'm That's what I'm gonna, this. This is my new character the for, Real Talk. for this guy. Dr. Real Talk. You ready? I'm ready. You didn't break up because of your long distance, buddy. You broke up because the relationship wasn't worth pursuing. So stop saying to yourself that it was the distance and start realizing that you didn't give a shit enough about the relationship to keep it going. Because if you did, you would have kept it going. Right. You would have moved. Or so she you, moved. Someone right. would have done something or you would have worked it out. Right. But you didn't. That means that both of you had qualms about the relationship that you're not really revealing to one another. Right. And Dr. Real Talk is letting you know that. Okay. Because I re- and remember I'm wearing uh, shades right now as Dr. Real Talk. Just letting everyone yes, know. Yes. Sort of. Not, not really. <laughs> but, but okay. Imagine me with yes. glasses Imaginary on and a backwards hat. Glasses. No, but I'm, I'm saying to him and in, in what you're saying is exactly right. This, rela- this, this story he's built up that's a rom-com right. isn't the reality. Breakups are the hardest thing to do. It's really hard to break up with someone. And you even said you text her and you feel bad about it the next day. I have been this guy before where I... One time, I'll tell this story. Let's hear it. One time, I, I ended a relationship and I was having the same... Not like this. This is a little sadder than mine (laughs) (laughs) but i did have thoughts second thoughts in the same bad thoughts and there was one time i was out at a bar with friends and i thought i saw her after the breakup hadn't talked to her whatever and i got this like i felt like i had to hide in the bar like i you know and i never felt that way before so i was like oh my god this must mean something this must mean something this must you know whatever and um i texted her that night and I was like, hey, I, I thought I saw you in the bar. I don't know if it was you, but I, I just had this like rush of whatever. And I just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you. Okay. okay. That's nice. Um, a real text. We ended up within wherever many days we end up hanging out. Okay. Drunkenly end up in each other's arms. Of course. Penis and vagina. Thank you for uh, spelling so, that out for the so, listeners. <laughs> for that, for the ten year olds. put it all. together. Um, I woke up the next day and I was like, uh, "That was me remembering the good and not remembering why we ended." Right. And that was me being selfish, and that was me using that small moment to be like, you know, and that was me not assessing the, just like you're saying, I'm looking at one part of the relationship, not the full. Right. You're remembering like the, the peak, the peak and what was good together and why, you know, and now I'm alone and now I'm not with anybody. And I was remembering one specific moment and reflecting it off the loneliness I was feeling inside. And I didn't read the whole book. Right. And what, how, why had it ended? Was it you? It just mutual? wasn't right. It was, it was, was it mutual. You? It was me more, but it was, okay. listen, this, they're fine. You know, <laughs> like I, but she lives. So okay. then after that happened, I like kind of went away and I kind of, you know, I somewhat ghosted. Okay. I got a text from her like a couple weeks later. Thought I saw you in the bar. You fucking dick. Good for her. Sorry. <laughs> and she's I'm right. Sorry. I've had, yeah, I've had guys who I think I've, I've interacted with a lot who kind of do that thing where they're like, they're kind of lonely and they like think of you and they think of the positive times. Mm-hmm. And then like, especially when it's like more of them that are ending it, mm-hmm. you kind of get like, they, they go back and they're not trying to hurt you, but like, 
It definitely it's selfish. Takes, right. It's selfish. It takes its toll. And especially for guys where we get emotional in very fleeting moments mm-hmm. and women like for them to come back, like it's an emotional thing. Yeah. It's like a, it's a big thing. It's like them opening themselves up to be like, and not to be cheesy, but to just be like heartbroken all over again, sure. like taking a leap and like, you're just kind of like, so, so that's kind of my thing that this, let my dickish move be your learning experience right. to, Take a look at the whole relationship. And if you take a look at the whole relationship and can honestly say, there's nothing wrong, I need to fight for this, then like, you go to her and her. say it. Yeah. But honestly... It's probably not the case, yeah. And maybe it's the case for you and not for her. If right. she was letting, willing to let it go, there's something on her end too. So for this guy, I think it's... Stop looking so glowingly on this past relationship. Right. Because you're mourning something that probably wasn't nearly as good as you're remembering it. Absolutely. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's do some games. Let's do some games. Okay. Um, would you rather marry someone that has had sex with 100 people or one person? 100 people. Okay. Most men want a virgin that's good with their tongues. And that doesn't exist. Okay. So I'd rather take the tongue than you the virgin. You want someone who knows how to give a blowjob. Is, is that what you're implying? All the past blowjobs okay. are what make this blowjob so good. What if she's only given blowjobs? To 100 men? Yeah. Fine with it. We can figure out sex. Or she's only... Right. Okay. If she's given 100 blowjobs and no sex and, and is a virgin, I'm willing to assume that she'll be able to figure out the mechanics of sex. Okay. You're, you're fine with that. Yeah. Okay. What about Do you? Do you prefer that then? Let's say hundred men. Both of these people can give, give given a, their fair amount of, of blowjobs. Oh, the one person versus a hundred people. Yeah. I guess I'd rather be with the girl who's been with a hundred guys. Um, yeah, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, right, yeah. like I, I, if I'm not going to be sit here and we're in the judgment free zone, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be sitting here with you and going to speak from my heart, right. I'd rather be with the girl who has experienced than not. In anything. Okay. Yeah. The girl who's, you know, who's seen what it's lived a little, lived a little versus not lived at all. Yeah. That's, I think that's my, that's my definite assessment too. It's like, you want someone who's like, especially if it's someone that I'm like going to marry. It's like, I want someone who's like seen the world, who's like done shit. Who's like, who's like experienced all that stuff. Because if they haven't, they might not be ready to do it yet to like, to, to settle that. They might not know what they want. I've also generally found that the people who have been with the least amount of people have less empathy than the ones who have been with the most. Yeah. Um, they're like a little judgmental because they've never had to they with that, right? Be out there. Dumped, dumping. They've never gone through that, so they can't understand it. So, like, right. and that's not to say they're not bad people. You know, I just think that, you know, I'm sure we have a lot of people listening right now. They're with the one guy they've ever had sex with and, or a girl or whatever. Good for you. I'm saying that those people generally from my interactions with them, they have a hard time understanding when someone, the gray parts of life. Right. They, yeah, no, that makes sense. I think like, it's almost like a na- naivete thing. Sure. It's like they're not, they haven't like lived it. They haven't like had to, like in theory, yeah, like have sex with a few people that like, mean a lot to you sure sure like that's not like that's not really understanding the nuances of life and the realities of how things yeah. happen why don't you try having sex with someone you don't care about yeah <laughs> no talk. but like i mean i think that happens to women more yeah. than men where like the girl at brunch who's married to the guy she met in college sits mm-hmm. there and goes oh i would hate to be single right. and it's like, like shut yeah up. shut the fuck up yeah yeah you you'd hate it you'd hate Meeting new people, right, experiencing well, new why, things. That's why you suck. It's yeah. like, right, you don't know any better. I couldn't handle dating today. Like, I never have that at my brunch. Right. It's yeah, usually, though, yeah, that, that yeah. girl's husband is with me going, 
oh man, if I had Tinder, I'd be killing it. You're right. I can't. I can't believe I settled down. <laughs> I can't believe I. Right. I'm with this. No one bitch. ever says like, I wish I got married earlier. Yeah. Really. I feel like. No one's ever said I wish I got married earlier. I wish I ate that. I I wish I didn't eat that hamburger. Right. I wish I started having kids earlier. Maybe unless you're like, and it's not like a fertility thing. <laughs> you know. Here's our. <laughs> you never meet like a, you know, like a 32-year-old mom who's like, you know, I wish I had kids in my mid-20s. Just wish I had less time to myself. <laughs> yeah. What part of life would you want yeah. more time when you're older or when you're younger? I don't know. To like be selfish? I feel like when you're younger. That's what I'm saying. There's more shit to do. Yeah. yeah. Here's another game from Sam. Every time they get into an elevator, they put their hands up and yell to infinity and beyond. I guess that's a red flag or deal breaker. I think it'd be like kind of funny the first time. And then after that, it would be like, it would still actually probably be a red flag because it'd just be like a really weird, sad dad joke that I'd have to just like brush off. But those are the jokes that are funny at first, not funny, then really not funny, then get funny again. You know, those jokes where you're like, I can't believe this person still does this shit. Right. I, yeah. I'm a big, so you'd like it. Oh, I, I that's just me. I, oh, <laughs> I, I haven't taken the elevator with you. Oh my God. I love jokes that get old and then come back again. That's my right. favorite type of joke. Like an, in, it's an inside joke. It's like an inside joke. One time I went to Chicago to visit some friends and I had seen someone sign that said it was a picture of a crab with a cup of coffee that said, I got crabby without my coffee. And I okay. repeated I get crabby without my coffee a thousand times that weekend. Do you like, still say it? I, I still get crabby without my coffee. There you go. <laughs> I still say it. And then I would say in different tones, I'd go, you know what I do? I get crabby without my coffee. Like I would do it in different and ways. And the people around you Sneak react, up that's... on people. Well, at first it was funny. Then it got really not funny. People got annoyed. And then there was a, you know, you have that moment. And they missed it. Once maybe you stop for like a, a time. Sure. Or and then you sneak up on people with it. And they're like, I can't believe he's still doing this shit. Yeah. So to me, the infinity and beyond person is lovable and great. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> From so Titus. You convinced me. Would you rather be dating someone with a tattoo that says no regrets or a tattoo of the name of the last person they dated on them? Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. They're just like both like terrible. They're both uh, awful. Right. Do you First have any of tattoos? All, everyone has regrets. Do you have tattoos? No, I don't have tattoos. I don't either. No um, ink. N- no judgment. My people have them. It's not for. It's not my style. My grandmama would get mad. Yeah, it's a Jew thing. Sorry, yeah. guys. Um, <laughs> Jews aren't into the tattoos. No, but I, I, uh, I got to say the one I'd rather be with is the name because that would be my... They felt something really passionately. That more that I could make fun of them in a mm-hmm. f- more fun way. Right. No regrets. I can't make fun of that really in a fun way. Well, it's like you can't really re- make fun of it without like insulting the person's core personality. Totally. The person... That I could make fun of. Right. They understand it was a mistake because they're not with that person. So it's out there that it's a mistake. And then I can really use it as a punchline. Is that a... Would to you, fuck with them. So is it, a, is it a red flag or a deal breaker if they have this person's name? It's a red flag. I mean, it's a deal breaker. But at the same time, <laughs> if I was forced to choose... Right. You'd prefer that. The name. Because I could be like, hey, um, I would put like reservations under the guy's name. <laughs> you know, good, like, yeah. you know, like that. I do a lot of pranks with it. Is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you could have definitely have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, so I for also, me personally, I, you know, this is. A I agree with thing. that one also. I also don't believe in the statement "no regrets." Yeah, everyone I'm not has a, fucking regrets. I don't like that thing. If who I, says that? I don't regret one thing because if I didn't do this, I wouldn't be where I am. You could still regret shit. You still can fuck up and wish. You I regret drinking last night. Yeah. <laughs> that like, third vodka of, soda. Someone had. A, I'd rather someone have a tattoo that said a few regrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few. Got a few things. I, that I, I person, not, if I could do it again, I wouldn't do them. Yeah, I would yeah. date that person. That yeah, tattoo. That'd be great. How about the longest tattoo? Ever? I have a few regrets, and if I could really go back on one thing, I'd like to say, you know, exactly. like if that was a tattoo. That would be. I mean, a little. It'd be take up a lot of their body, but I would be more interested in the sentiment. For sure. Yeah, that's our show for today. This was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. This learned was a fun. bunch of new, new stuff. We learned. Had oh, a therapy session. Yeah. Did we ever? And uh, listen, 
If you're a listener who's listening right now, that means you really like this podcast. You made it to the end. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's a gift. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats. And here's, I gave you, you know, Jordan and I gave you the gift of this podcast. Why don't you do us a favor? Rate, review, subscribe, yeah. and take a screenshot of you listening. Put it as your Instagram story or Snapchat story. Yeah. And then email us any questions, anything you want to say, any games. We love those at youup at betches.com. That's UUP at betches.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Bye. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.